Hey man, what's up? <laughs> uh, today we're going to do an episode about someone who's still alive. Have you ever heard of what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. What the weirdest <laughs> intro we've done in a fat minute. Okay, great. Go for it. Have you ever heard of Thomas? Jose Canseco still alive? <laughs> I mean, it's not the first time we've done one. Yeah, I don't know why. Don't That's know what I'm saying. Like, why are you got to be like today? We're <laughs> hey, man. Today we're going to do an episode about someone who's still alive. <laughs> Did they survive something crazy? Is that what you're saying? I mean, depending on your perspective, yes. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a uh, Thomas Fitzpatrick? You might uh, know him as Tommy Fitz. Tommy Fitz? Yeah. Uh, no, but he sounds like he runs a uh, like a '50s themed diner. Who? Come on down to Fitz's. It does. It does. There's a Fitz's here. Yeah, right. That's the train place. That's Fritz's. Oh, close. Right. Right. I think so. Yeah. Fritz. Yeah. Fritz's. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. Don't ask about train places. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, you're a train it. boy. Today we're going to talk about my favorite train places. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm a trainee. <laughs> <laughs> My goal is to get enough dirt on people <laughs> that I force them to come to my shows at a black. Here's my tour dates. If you don't come, I'll ruin you. They were just like, yeah, we need you to do this for the war. You can get your license later. Who cares? Those airplane noises. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they are. Okay. <laughs> I'm a pilot. Just so matter of fact, things I learned last night. Uh, have oh, you ever man. heard of Tommy Fitz? <laughs> Tommy Fitz. <laughs> Tommy no. Fitz. Uh, so Tommy Fitz, uh, he was a dude uh, who lived. He's a dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. In well, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Still alive. Still alive. Still alive. Um, <laughs> What's track? You know how? You know we we record too far in advance to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. Let's record another version just, <laughs> just in, in case. case. Hey, you can't guarantee anything here. <laughs> All right. So today's episode is about a dude who's not alive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So Tommy Fitz is was it's, it's a real possibility. Honestly, he was born in 1930. So <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Just use whichever one you need to. Yeah, we'll send you a thumbs up or thumbs down. <laughs> so Tommy Fitz. Tommy Fitz. Um, he was born in in Manhattan. Okay. Uh, New York, the the big one. Yeah, um, and he was your average New Yorker in the 30s, right? And 40s and 50s, all the years he was alive. Your average New Yorker, <laughs> okay, <laughs> is alive. You're right. <laughs> still, he still is. Hey, your average well, New Yorker. Well, he moved he's to New Jersey. Now he's your average New Jersey. New Jersey. Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> New Jersey. Sure. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, so he, um, he he's an interesting fellow for a couple of reasons. One, okay, um, when he was thirteen, he said it'd be cool to be in the army. Um, it's nineteen forty three. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, they'd be cool, and so he just joined, um, lied about his age, and they were like, yeah, we can use you. It's fine. Like we know you're lying, but it's fine. We can use you. Yeah, they needed people. Yeah, Warren's few years later. What did he do in the military? War. Yeah, yeah, I get it, but I'm saying. <laughs> 
Are you stupid? <laughs> what are you, a dumb person? I'm saying. <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't say that word anymore. Stupid or shut up. Um, <laughs> so, are you. <laughs> what did he do? In the military, I've seen like he wasn't on the front lines storming the beaches at yeah. thirteen, right? Yeah. So he joined Marine Corps, and he was That's a lot to go through. <laughs> yeah, at that age, for yeah. sure. For Puberty sure. and <laughs> storming the beaches, <laughs> storming the, the beaches of Normandy and adulthood. This is this is forty three. This is late war. They're not. There's no beaches anymore. It's kind of just. It's kind of like we. It's just running around looking for Hitler. That's all that. Sure. The war is at that point. Got it. Um. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, he did eventually get into. Some would say that's when the true war really started. <laughs> some some will say <laughs> that we haven't stopped that war yet. <laughs> we're still looking. <laughs> some would say we're still fighting that war. <laughs> so he he got into recon planing for a little bit too. So he okay. he started flying recon planes. Um, At what fourteen? Yeah, yeah. Um, so picked that hobby up. I guess you could say career up at fourteen. When he was 16, the military found out now the war's over. They don't need teenagers anymore. Yeah. anymore. At 16, the military finds out and is like, hey, you can't do this anymore. And then so then he went and he got a permission slip from his parents. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a joke. It's 100% serious. Hey, my dad says I can go to war. <laughs> my dad says I can be here. <laughs> hey, dad, um, the United States military's parents already said yes. Uh, can, I, can I stay over at their house tonight? This is really awkward because I'm supposed to go. Uncle do Sam some, said, "Yeah, I have some classified things I'm supposed to go do, so I need you to say I can't. <laughs> I can't tell you what we're gonna I do. Can't, I can't tell you what we're gonna do, Dad. But I need you to tell <laughs> me it's okay for me to do it. Please, <laughs> please let me go. I'll give you two flights. I'll give you this coupon for two flights <laughs> in my plane <laughs> in what? my recon plane." Okay, so he starts reconnaissance. Yeah, he ends up getting stationed to Japan, uh, and he's in there for fifteen to sixteen. Um, and so it's what fifty forty six now. Like um, as long as your parents know, we didn't care if your parents knew three years ago when you were thirteen. Yeah, but now we have a permission slip. But now we got a permission slip. So you're okay, um, <clears throat> and so uh, he he ships off to Japan, Japan, gets stationed in Japan, and he's there for a few years, uh, and then the Korean War starts bubbling up. Um, and uh, he actually gets injured, and he receives a Purple Heart for it. Um, but then, because of that, he's honorably discharged, and so he misses out in the Korean War. What age does he get discharged? Twenty. Um, so he's twenty years old. Yeah, and a Purple Heart veteran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he actually has like seven years of service, World War Two, some stuff in Japan, and like arguably uh, not officially Korean War, but it's like it's. It's the Korean. One. You'd let you him know? wear the hat. Not, yeah, you could wear the hat if you want. Oh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like <laughs> I. I'm gonna veto whatever you're gonna say. No. Let's just go ahead to the next, the next part. It's that, it's, it's kind of like when. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like when you like. Uh, you play varsity, but you're like a third string, so you get a letter. But it's like you didn't. You never even like saw the field, you know. Sure. Similar scenario. You're saying his purple heart <laughs> is. You're equating a purple yeah, heart but like, veteran. But like kids on the third. No, I just wanted to make sure. The third street kids break their legs all the time. Cool, 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 cool. 
you're you're saying a purple heart veteran is the equivalent of a third string. Well, he got injured in a car wreck in Japan. That's what happened. It wasn't even. Is it, it real? Was, no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I actually I don't know if there's a record. I mean, I'm sure there's a record in like the military books somewhere, but uh, there's not like a public record of what happened to him to get a purple heart. Okay. Because that's not the interesting part of his life. We're getting to that part. Um, <clears throat> okay. So, um, I'm just saying that's a lot of life lived by 20. Yeah, and it explains why he's the way he is then. Okay. Um, so he he does whatever. He he returns home, finds a couple of jobs, works as like a steel miller. Um, sure. Uh, which whatever that means, making steel and stuff. Um, and uh, one night. <laughs> Uh, in September uh, 30th, 1956, uh, he is at a bar in northern Manhattan um, at the end of a uh, bachelor party. Did the bachelor party thing. And then he's been living in New Jersey for a couple of years now since he got back from Japan. And so he, like, he hasn't spent a lot of time in Manhattan. This is his old stopping grounds. He's kind of like li- reliving the glory days, you know? Sure. When he was 13 and <laughs> the 13 war. running the streets of New York. Yeah. <laughs> Reliving the glory days, and so he, when he was thirteen, couldn't find his way around. Ran into Donald Trump in a hotel, <laughs> ordered some pizza, took down some bad guys. As you do, as as the most does. average New Yorker. When you're thirteen, yeah. You know, uh, I here's the deal. When you're thirteen and don't know your way around the subways, it's easy to get lost there. It's a a 15 reference. It's mm. one of Taylor Swift's yeah, hit songs from 2008. You know, I was talking to someone yesterday about Taylor Swift that does like live production for events. Sure. Let's take a guess. I bet I bet Alex could have a better guess at this. Cool. How many trucks, semi trucks do you think their their stage production brings on tour with them? 20. 20? What do you think? I think it's in like the 80s now. Holy crap. No way. He told he told me 63. Okay. Yeah. And but he said he said that I it might be it might be closer to what you said because he said there's two units. And so what they do is And that's the stage production. The stage production will go, they'll skip a date. So yeah, the yeah, one yeah, that's yeah. Here they in do KC, a work tour did. Yeah, we'll go to the next date with yeah, that. All so their, they're already setting up. So she's here. We're recording this uh, in uh, 2021. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> we're very far ahead. But she's here like this Friday, isn't she? Yeah. And he said the stage crew is already here. That's what I'm saying. They roll in yeah, a couple days before. Up the, they're setting up the stage and then the other one's now Arrowhead or on what? their way to the yeah. next venue. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So that's, that's crazy. bonkers, dude. Anyways. Um, you know, I've got a couple tickets that I'm trying to resell. <clears throat> yeah. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. What's the price? Um, are you trying to buy? <laughs> it depends what the price is. Well, right now. It's nope. Just kidding. It's higher now. It's <laughs> higher now. It's <laughs> higher now. It's higher now. You know, just keeps well, going up. Give me a number. Oh, I can't. <coughs> it's impossible. Okay, cool. What is like twenty bucks? Sixty three hundred. Oh, seventy two hundred. It's just it's just yes. jumping like a I lot. need to I need to pull the trigger, dude. These Taylor Swift fans are <clears throat> um, rich, I guess. <laughs> Or in scalper. debt. Or in debt. They're very much in debt. They're both. A little both. To her. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> she owns I them. I hear there's a moment in the middle of that show where the whole stadium, nobody My, knows why, just stops. Like the whole, it just, it goes silent. And then everybody, they start this kind of like low hum. Mm-hmm. And they're like, 
<laughs> my goal is to get enough dirt on people <laughs> that I force them to come to my shows at a blackmail. <laughs> you know, some people have an email list. I got a blackmail black list. <laughs> oh no, I've got probably like a thousand people in Jacksonville, Florida that I have some dirt on. <laughs> Let me do a show there. They'll all show up, and if they don't. <laughs> send out my newsletter that's just like you better show up here's my tour dates if you don't come I'll ruin you man here's my live shows show up or I'll tell everyone your secrets <laughs> <laughs> wow it's called the secrets out tour I love that that's an it's you know it's poetic yeah <laughs> okay so this guy Thomas, Thomas every single Tommy one of our Fitz. patreon supporters <laughs> I know so much about him, dude. (laughs) So I don't know how we got here. I apologize. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, If you like our show, please leave a review, leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube, and go check out other episodes. Uh, Here's one that I hate, the Lonnie Zamora incident. You know me, just not a big fan of the alien episodes, but if that's your jam, uh, that's out there. So uh, go check that out. It's a very fun episode. I think you'd like it. I hated it. So anyway, back to this episode. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. This time of year is interesting because everybody's kind of coming out of their winter hibernation uh, and wanting to go do stuff. And if you're anything like me, uh, that's not great. Not because uh, you don't like your family or you don't like your friends or anything like that, but because your social battery drains pretty easily and you need more time to recharge than a lot of other people in your life. Uh, Last summer, I was not great at this. Uh, I let myself do way too much and I got really, really drained uh, and it was a rough experience all around. Uh, But... Uh, luckily, I've got a therapist who does a great job helping me set my boundaries and keeping me accountable to my boundaries, uh, especially in areas like this. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online. It's flexible. It's convenient. And it fits literally any schedule. Uh, it's really easy to sign up. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and you'll get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. But uh, Tommy Fitz. Yeah, I understand Tommy Fitz. He's back. He's in, up in Manhattan. He's up in Manhattan. 13, running the streets. <clears throat> now he's back, 20. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, like well, I got a purple at this heart. point, like 20, 26, 26. He's out. Oh, he's it's a he's been in party. Germany for a while. It, Japan. Well, I guess he was. He yeah, probably World War Two. Probably spent. No, some I thought you said he went from Japan and then lived in Germany. Jersey. Oh, New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. People mix those up. Those two up all the time. You're you're good. Uh, no, he lived in Jersey for a little bit. So sure. He hadn't been back to Manhattan. Um, Too far of a drive. <laughs> it's, it's it's a trip. Um, and so he was like, you know, this bash party's over. It was a good bash party, whatever. Um, but I want to go back to my old stomping ground. So he goes to a bar that he used to go to as a child. <laughs> in Is that real? And yeah, I guess I don't know. Everybody, every every place I've seen this story retold, acts like he's like reliving like his his time in Manhattan. But when he was in Manhattan, he, he was, was a 13. Child. Yeah. So, but he goes to this bar. He does go to a bar. There's a Wiggles concert. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I just want to see my favorite band again. <laughs> He goes. He goes to this bar. And he's hanging out at this bar. It's late. It's like one, two a.m. Sure. Um, and while he's at the bar, uh, he gets in this uh, argument 
with another <laughs> patron at the bar. Okay. Um, over whether or not he could get to where they were from Jersey City in 15 minutes or less. And the guy was like, no way. You cannot pull this off. You could not get here in 15 minutes. He's like, I guarantee you from Jersey City right to here to this bar to this bar in 15 minutes to give you an idea. I actually took a screenshot on maps of where this is. So this is like northern end of Man- like the red is, dot. Yeah, this is barely Manhattan anymore where this bar is like it's 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 and then where there. is he at in New Jersey that he's got to come from? I didn't take a screenshot of that, but it's <laughs> I just assumed <laughs> you, you didn't want to screenshot Jersey. the road directions to see how long it would take now. I you didn't well, okay. think maybe that was useful. <laughs> uh, fine. Give me a second. Just going to point to the side of the TV. And yeah, be like, what it's were over you there. Do here. Tim? You know, what was the point of bringing this up. What was what were you thinking? Now, LaGuardia, let me tell you about LaGuardia. Tell me about it. Uh, there is a bagel place in that airport that is phenomenal. So good. Um, couldn't tell you what it's called. I do know where it is on the, the airport map though. <laughs> and uh, every time I fly through LaGuardia, I go get a bag. I'm stalling for time, but I do go get uh, um, was the W in George W. Bush. Was that was that Washington? <laughs> what is no, no I think George it was Washington Walker. Machine. Is oh. it Walker? Uh, it might be Walker. It's not what I said. <laughs> like <laughs> Walker, Texas Ranger. I don't know. What is it? I think it's Washington. I think I've always thought it was Washington. Now I'm googling this. George Walker Bush. It's Walker, like Walker, Texas Ranger. Interesting. Never would have guessed that, huh? I always just assumed Washington. Okay, ready for this? Sure. I've had this ready for a while. Um. There it is. Okay, so an hour would take, and one minute. Yeah, I mean, like it driving. would take driving, but that's with n- modern New York traffic. Sure. Today, like, like traffic was pretty bad on the northern end of that. Yeah. That run. So, uh, all that to say, it's not it's not a quick r- drive, you know. Right, 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 right. Um, and it's this about is thirteen miles. It says thirteen point eight, almost yeah. fourteen miles. This is nineteen fifty six too. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a trip. And so he says, I can do it. In fifteen minutes. In fifteen minutes, and the guy, the guy's here doubting him. Like he's like, no, you couldn't. You could not pull this off. And he's like, he's how like, is he suggesting he would get from point A to point B? He's, he's not like, well, like I can run it. He's not given like a an an idea. Like he's like, not. I could get it from there to here in fifteen minutes. Yeah, and the guy's like, I don't believe you. You couldn't do that. And he's like, I could. He's not saying like on foot or no. He's just saying I could do it. Okay. And so uh, they kind of argue about it for a little bit. Whatever. It's like one a.m. Um, and then uh. He's just like, all right. And so like kind of Irish exits, like everyone's sitting there doing the drink and he just walks out the building. Uh, so no one really sees him leave, <laughs> but okay, um, but they all see him return <laughs> two hours later. Um, <laughs> one of the patrons of the, the bar that night it's just before last call uh, recounts that he heard what sounded like a loud fan. Uh, and he looks outside the windows of the bar to see this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're listening, uh, there's a plane in the street. Uh, <laughs> Just parallel parked. <laughs> I got parallel parked plane. It's missing a wing. Did he lose yeah, so a this wing? Is, this is a couple days later while they were like, okay, we got to get this out of here and you can't take off. We got so to take it apart. T- they had to take it apart. Yeah. Oh shoot. Uh, yeah. And so uh, 
Well, here's what he did. Here's what he did. He said, all right. And so he got a taxi back to New Jersey City, back to Jersey City, which took like an hour. Yeah. And so he gets back he, to Jersey. In Jersey City, he has a plane. <laughs> no. Uh, so in Jersey City, um, he, he had- stole a plane. <laughs> so in Jersey City, um, uh, he had uh, relatively recently done some work as an airline mechanic or an air not airline, but like regular airplane mechanic for like okay. private planes. like a small little airport at Teterboro Airport, which is like a small regional airport yeah. in Jersey City. Um, and uh, he uh, he had done some work there. He also was working on getting his actual pilot's license um, out of that airport. And so did he, he not have his actual pilot's license because which is interesting. Yeah, because he, he did recon flights in the military, but maybe the military at the time didn't license you. They were just like, yeah, we need you to do this for the war. You can get your license later. Who cares? Um, I don't know, but I, I guess he maybe it's a civilian license. He needed to get separately. I don't know. I don't know what the legal terms sure. in the 50s were, but I do know he was studying to get his license um, out of this airport. He'd done some mechanic work out of this airport. And uh, so he went and uh, he found uh, Cessna 150 and just took it uh, <laughs> and took off and flew up to Manhattan um, and then came to uh, St. Nicholas Avenue near 191st on street. street. Yeah, and came in and yeah, landed right on the street about three o'clock in the morning. No lights, no radio. Um, landed and then taxied to the bar and parallel parked in front of the bar <laughs> and got out and said, I took off 15 minutes ago <laughs> and everybody in the bar was, like, was a little bit more impressed about the plane thing than they were about the got here in 15 minutes thing. Well, you could have taken 16. We still would have been impressed. <laughs> we still would have because uh, because here's the thing. This is New York City. This is I mean, there's six, seven story buildings at the time. Yeah, so he just brings it down in the middle like you're dodging buildings. Yeah, you're dodging buildings. All the light poles they they described it like threading a needle like right in between all that and there's traffic too and not a lot. It's 3 a.m. But there's still there's cars out there and there's yeah, other cars the parked about on the as you can see yeah, see, down, see you down. Know? Yeah, so I mean he pulls it off. He lands. He's also I mean it's it's 3 a.m. He went to a bachelor party and spent a couple hours arguing with someone in a bar like he's definitely intoxicated um, and so he lands that plane. Um, everybody at the bar is like, dude, super cool. Uh, and, and then the police are like, <laughs> hey, excuse me. They all, everyone <laughs> the bar is carrying them outside on their shoulders. <laughs> he did it. This guy did it. He flew the plane. He, flew he landed the plane. Yeah. Tommy Fitz. <laughs> Tommy Fitz. And the police roll up and they go, who did this? And they're all like, he did it. <laughs> He did it. Well, I, did. Like, I didn't do that. I don't know why they're no, saying I lied. that. I don't know why I they're lied. saying that. I don't saying know that. why they did that. I don't know who he is. I could get out of here in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, they're all hanging out back in the bar. They're celebrating. You want to see a purple heart? And someone, someone in the the that comes over to the bar intercom and says, "Hey, if you parked on uh, you are illegally parked out at 3 a.m. and the plane's just getting towed out front." <laughs> I uh, whoever has the Cessna 150 your lights are on. <laughs> also, I don't think you can park a plane there. Um, so the police show the up. meter was broken. <laughs> the police show up. And they start asking questions. Yeah, um, and they're like, hey, so what's up with that? And he's like, oh, well, you know, I was <sighs> I was flying out to the other airport 
and I had some engine problems, and so I. Oh, so he claims I it's decided emergency landing. Our emergency land right here. Grab a drink. Everybody here was, you know, they saw it. They thought it was cheering. So I came in and saying I my name got a couple drinks. <clears throat> it's not like it's just you know they want me to sign their faces and <laughs> um, and autographs and pictures and um, like I they kept saying I wouldn't I wouldn't use the word hero. <laughs> I think they did. If yeah. you write that down yeah. in your little cop notebook that you got <laughs> here, it's H E R O. And um, yeah, but I don't. I want to. I want to. I wouldn't say. I, I wouldn't say. It. Yeah, I, I would. And I would say it was kind of something from deep within, like, mm-hmm. like you know, when like things just it just takes. I'll over. tell you what happened, officer. I left here, got a taxi, blacked out, woke <laughs> up. <laughs> Here again with a plane with outside. With a plane outside. Couldn't tell you. Don't know where the plane came from. We don't know what PTSD is yet. <laughs> <laughs> but this sure sounds like it. Um, so the police officer is like, that's a cool story. Um, what about the reports we have of a plane that went missing at around two o'clock from this airport? He said, no, uh, no, no, no. Two o'clock, also, 30 minutes ago. Couldn't be me. It took me 15 minutes to get over here. And then the reports of a plane taking off without radio or lights uh, from that same airport. Um, and then, you know, a plane that matches that description just so happens to be out here. Um, and it, you got any what idea a what that's, dink. Yeah, it's that's how just, they talked. <laughs> what a yeah, coinky just dink. coincidence. Um, so he gets arrested um, <laughs> on the theft. <laughs> yeah, not on, on the illegal the theft, landing. Not on the, yeah, not on the landing. Um, so he gets arrested for that. Um, the owner of the plane comes forward. Um, has a word with Tommy decides not to press charges because he says it was pretty He's a hero. <laughs> he did say he literally said it's impressive that he landed it and there's no damage. So but now they have to take it apart. So he didn't. Yeah, so he didn't press charges. I don't know who paid to move it. Maybe the city. I don't know, but they did take it apart and they shipped it back to the airport and put it back together. Hey, thanks again for watching this episode. If you're enjoying it and you're enjoying Tillin, you've been around for a little bit. I want to invite you to be a part of our Patreon. Uh, we have uh, a Patreon that has uh, early access to all of our episodes, ad-free content, both audio and video. Uh, we have a Discord with our hosts and producers. That's a ton of fun getting to hang out with all of our patrons in there. Uh, we also do uh, once a month now. We do these live streams with our patrons. Uh, we hang out. We get to know each other. We eat pizza. It's a blast uh, along with a bunch of other benefits like uh, a merch discounts uh, message on your birthday like fun stuff. Uh, it's definitely worth it. We're having a blast with our patrons, um, but if that doesn't sound like something for you, uh, then get the heck out of here. Just kidding. No, we love you. Uh, uh, thanks for checking out Dylan podcast. How do they how do they get it though? I realized I forgot to put a CTA in mind. Oh, damn you were doing it. Yeah, they can text Dylan to six six eight six six. Thanks Jaren. Um, Why they ship it? Okay. Well, I mean, like a truck. They loaded it into a truck and drove it to the airport. That's what I'm saying. But why? It flies. Yeah, but what are they? What are they going to take it apart and then take it down to a different airport and then fly it three minutes to that airport when they could just drive twenty minutes? Was it twenty minutes? <laughs> if it was a twenty minute drive, why was the argument over fifteen minutes? Well, what I'm saying is the other airport. Oh, it was probably 20 minutes. I don't know. I don't know the distance of every airport sure, in New York City. I do. Uh, okay. Uh, anyways, it's part of my training. <laughs> hey, put a blindfold on your face. 
Yeah. And then they describe a runway to you and you have to tell and them you go, where it is. <laughs> <laughs> Those airplane noises. Yeah. yeah, they are. Okay. <laughs> I'm a pilot. Just so matter of fact. Yes, they are. Okay, so no charges pressed. No charges. So pressed. he goes. Let me do it again. And so, so he spends three days. In oh jail. shoot! No way. He spends three days in jail. I didn't figure this out. My favorite is Tim's face when I jump ahead in a story on accident. <laughs> okay, he spends three days in jail while they figure this thing out, uh, and then uh, <laughs> he gets out after know, his goes, hard goes time his life. in jail. Goes about his life. The police are like, "Well, I mean, he got away with it, I guess." Um, and he goes about his life. Um, a couple years later, he's back at this same bar. Likes this bar a lot now because it's the fame. He's got his picture yeah, on the his wall. Pictures on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's like he won the blazing challenge. And he yeah. likes to hang out by the picture and be like, you know how I earned this picture. They call him Timmy, but he goes with it. <laughs> yeah, and he, he goes. Ah, yeah, it's close enough to my name. Um, <laughs> but don't you dare call me Tibby. You say Tibby. <laughs> <laughs> so he's hanging out at this bar, and the people are talking to him, whatever. And some guys like, you didn't do that. The plane thing. Yeah. And this guy's like, you didn't do that. That didn't happen. So this guy has an ego issue <laughs> where he goes. I don't believe you. Yeah, uh, he's like, he's like, you didn't do that. There's he's no like, yeah. way and he's like, yeah, I did. And he's like, no, you didn't. And so he again, Irish exits. He's just like, he doesn't even no I like that. He doesn't say goodbye. <laughs> just kind of disappears. Everyone's like, he's like, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and then disappears for like two hours. It's like, where'd Tommy go? <laughs> Tommy. No, oh, geez, uh, Tommy. He's always disappearing and coming back with a plane. <laughs> it's his thing. Yeah. He does it every time. It's he his party out. trick. <laughs> Where'd you find that plane? <laughs> so yeah, he does the same thing. He gets a taxi, goes down to the same airport, finds someone else's Cessna 150. Different plane. Uh, yeah, but it's same same plane, different plane. Yeah, yeah. same type of plane, different plane. Uh, I know how that works. <laughs> We both drive Honda Civics. I'm not going to get in your car when we leave here. <laughs> this is <laughs> like this is mine. I drive a Honda Civic, and you're like, no, no, no. I I get that you drive a Honda Civic, but it's the this same, is a different the Honda, Civic. Honda Civic. No, no, no. It's a different no, 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 Honda no. Civic. I drive a Honda Civic. <laughs> you know, I'm not stupid, Tim. Same car, different car. Okay, it's the same car, but different car. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he take he takes a taxi out to that airport. Yeah. Um, taxis out to the runway, and then takes off, um, and pulls it off again. Um, this time though, it's not three o'clock in the morning. It's like earlier evening, like ten ten o'clock. So there's traffic. Oh no. And so he actually, as he's coming in for a landing, there's a car, and so he comes in for the landing, and he touches and goes over the car, and. Takes off, hits twenty feet over the car, and comes back down and lands behind the car. Well, that's super dangerous, but okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, landing on the street is super dangerous in general. Sure, but pulls it off. Doesn't damage the plane. Doesn't damage any vehicles. Doesn't damage light poles or the buildings or the streets or anything. And the patrons in the bar describe the same experience as they're all sitting there, being like, "Where'd Tommy go?" And they just hear what sounds like a loud fan. <laughs> As he taxis into this parallel parking and spot, here comes <laughs> <laughs> the fan man. <laughs> you know, so 
Uh, he lands drunk again, um, gets out. Everyone's excited. Um, the police are really mad this time um, because they're like, you just they're like, this. You, this wasn't an emergency. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's and like, he, no, it was. He's like, he's like, no, it was an emergency. And they're like, tell us about the emergency. He's well, like, he didn't believe he I did, did it. <laughs> he, I said I did this thing and it he was did a it. crisis <laughs> of my inner self. Yeah. If, if I couldn't prove that I did this, then I'd be dead. It was an identity crisis is what it was. <laughs> Um, and so uh, he gets arrested um, for plane theft. Yeah, and so the charge that he was given was grand larceny. Um, yeah, for the theft. Uh, the the pilot did press charges for that, and so he got slapped with a really big fine for that. Um, but the judge, the bar, all came together and paid it though. They <laughs> the said, "Let's like, pass Ee. a bucket around for our friend Timmy." Who's flown here twice, <laughs> and you believe him now, don't you? <laughs> Doubting Thomas. <laughs> it was a love offering, and it, the story goes. I don't know if it's true, <laughs> but the story goes that that love offering inspired inspired a young man who was in the bar that night, also like eleven, like two to two, fall but, through some ice. <laughs> Are you taking this? Because that's not the direction I'm going. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I was just never mind. To fall through some ice. Yeah, and he got saved, and then a whole movie oh came out about him. <laughs> if it wasn't for Tommy flying that plane and landing in New York City, I wouldn't have fallen through that ice and got a whole Christian movie made about me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> What's next? Yeah, what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you, you look like you're having a real breakthrough right I was now. Gonna... <laughs> forget it. Forget it. <laughs> my joke's not good. Okay. Sparked my interest. I was just gonna say like a Southwest thing. Like this guy's like, what if there was an airline that had this much love for its passengers? Oh, and then you were, you were going to free bags. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, yeah, so he uh the judge came down pretty hard because they said, hey, if um, if we would have actually punished him last time, yeah. he might not have done it this time. Sure, um, and, and he was proven wrong on yeah. the third time. <laughs> <laughs> now they gave him pretty hard on him. They gave him six years in prison for oh geez for illegal parking of an airplane was the sentence, uh, which apparently is six years in prison. I don't think it is, but this time it was because <laughs> the grand larceny. I guess they couldn't for some reason. I feel like that was probably an easier charge to get a larger sentence. Sure, um, but uh, the illegal parking of an airplane was what they uh, uh, they hit him with, and they gave him six years in prison for that. Um, and so he said uh, in an interview about it, he said it was that dang drink. Uh, so <laughs> it's all the alcohol's fault. <laughs> Is this the end of the episode? <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Uh, he didn't never do it again. As this far the end of the as episode. we know, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you seem surprised. Oh, I, I don't know. It just I just thought there was uh, an interesting part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Are you not interested in plane landing in the street in New York? I love that. Yeah, you that's crazy. A, you have you have a quarter pilot's license. You should be interested in this topic. <laughs> you should ask your flight instructor next time you go on a I flight. I will. My real person like is a flight instructor. Years. You should ask yours. What's the next time you're gonna go you're on a flight. Go little chat menu on freaking flight years. simulator. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually land planes in that one. I. All right. It's been a while. 
It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. Are you going to pick that back up? Yeah. Brent asked me about that yesterday. Did he? Yeah, he said, you think Jaren's going to pick that back up? <laughs> why would I not? It's been a while. We're Do you know, about you know you, why it's been a while? Yeah, because you landed that plane in front of that bar and they won't let you anymore. <laughs> they won't let me fly anymore. <laughs> you just got to pick better bars to do that. Pick the ones that'll like vouch now, for you. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Listen. Okay, so I wanted to throw some axes one night, right? <laughs> so I went out town and I land my plane <laughs> at Barry the Hatchet. And I, <laughs> no, uh, for those that don't know how the FAA works, uh, yeah, Tim, the, um, is that in 2015, yes. I took an antidepressant, yes, uh, for like two months, yes, to see if it would help, yes, uh, and me and my counselor decided it didn't, yes, it didn't make that much of a difference, yes, and so I quit taking it. But the FAA yeah. is like, whoa, why did you take that? <laughs> oh, you can't. You can't be in a plane. Yeah. You took a why are you gonna what are you gonna do? <laughs> you know? And so uh so now they're making it really difficult for me to get my pilot's license. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is also why all of your airline pilots never report any of their health or mental issues. Also true. Um yeah. and uh end up having shorter lives because of it. Yeah. And you know what I say to the FAA? <laughs> That's super annoying. <laughs> You know yeah. what? You know what FAA stands for? Fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> Things Alone Last Night is a production of Space Tim Media. Produced by Christian Taylor. Audio is edited by Alex Garnett. Video by Connor Betts. Social media is run by Caleb Walker. And graphic design by Caleb Goldberg. Our hosts are Jaron Myers and Tim Stone. Please follow us on social media at Tillin Podcast. That's T-I-L-L-N Podcast. Leave a review, comment, subscribe, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to Things I Learned Last Night.